Welcome. I'm Maria White, professional organizer, owner of Enough With The Stuff, and host of this podcast, Organize Your Stuff. I am thrilled you're joining me for a listen today. I will share tips on getting organized in all areas of your life, so stay tuned for simple tips or interviews with industry experts sharing their unique methods and insights for getting your home and life organized once and for all. This podcast will provide support, encouragement, and motivation along the way. I hope while you are listening, the topic will resonate and inspire you to organize your stuff. Welcome everyone to Organize Your Stuff. I'm your host, Maria White, and I appreciate you being here with me today. Your environment, whether it's your home or workspace, can have a profound effect on your mood, mindset, and well-being. Does your space support, nurture, and motivate you? Did you know you can make changes to your space that can help bring positive changes that you want in your life? Arranging Harmony LLC uses feng shui philosophy principles and methods to practice, help you find balance and fulfillment in all areas of your life. Today, I'll be chatting with Amy Newton of Arranging Harmony about how to use feng shui principles to arrange your environment in order to invite positive change and opportunity into your life. Amy Newton is a feng shui consultant and lives in Loudoun County, Virginia. Amy began her feng shui journey many years ago after reading a book about the topic. She then took consultant training courses in 2001 and 2003 while continuing her career path as a public relations professional. She always personally applied feng shui principles and practice wherever she lived. In 2009, after taking a feng shui consultant course with, an, with the author of the book that she started her journey with, Amy founded her business, Arranging Harmony, which provides feng shui consultants for homes and businesses. She's also a member of the International Feng Shui Guild, and the goal of her business, Arranging Harmony, is to help clients bring positive change, balance, and harmony into their lives by utilizing Feng Shui. Welcome, Amy. Hi there. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad to have you. I have not broached this topic on my podcast before, <laughs> so this will be really interesting and a learning curve, I think, for a lot of people. I think uh, Feng Shui is uh, probably a big mystery for the majority of people. <laughs> so um, I know a lot of people, they hear feng shui and they just kind of brush it off and think it's kind of woo-woo and, you know, they don't quite understand it. Um, I've learned a little bit over the years, but it, I totally admit I don't know a lot about it. Um, but I do actually resonate with the whole idea that your environment affects your your mood, your uh, just general well-being, um, even your mental well-being, uh, I see it happen and change all the time when I'm working with clients when they get organized and when the space has been decluttered and it's arranged in a pleasing, you know, visually pleasing way. And it just, it transforms the energy in the space and my clients feel it. I always try and point it out to them like, don't you feel different now? Doesn't it feel better? And they do see that. They feel it and it really energizes them to keep going and, and work in other spaces. So that element of the feng shui, I really think um, resonates for me. So I definitely would love for you to just kind of define it for those of us who maybe only know a little tiny sure. bit about it or have sure. never really heard about it. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, so feng shui is the philosophy of arranging your environment with purposeful intention um, to bring about positive change in your life. So um, when your home or business is arranged to support you, you have better balance, flow, and harmony in your life. Yeah. Okay. So what when you have um, like someone like you come out to a person's home and you're going to 
utilize the feng shui um, elements, process, whatever that is uh, with feng shui, you know, can you maybe explain like what would that look like when you come out to their home and make it feng shui? <laughs> sure, sure. So um, so how I apply feng shui to um, someone's home or, or their business yeah. is... Um, so the practice that I focus on takes um, the bagua and overlays it onto the floor plan of the home or business. And um, so the bagua is kind of like um, a map, if you okay. will. And each area of the bagua um, corresponds to an area of the person's life. Mm. So there are, you have um, nine areas and there are eight kind of on the outside of the bagua or the map and then one in the center. Mm -hmm. So around the outside, um, you have um, areas such as prosperity, fame, um, relationships, creativity, and children, and so on. And then in the center, you have health, okay? Mm -hmm. so, um, so when you overlay this bagua onto the floor plan of the home or business, you can see how each of those areas um, kind of overlap, um, you know, with, mm -hmm. with, um, something that might be going on in your life, whether you have balance or an imbalance in one of those areas. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you lay it over the floor plan mm -hmm. and then you talk about which element on the Bagua is hitting that area of the floor plan. Is that so, um, yeah, so like, um, so you know, the, the area of the Bagua, so, um, it like again like so prosperity so like this this room on your floor plan is the prosperity area of your room mm. this area is the fame area of your your home or your business this area is the relationships mm -hmm. and so when you overlay that and again and also um something to note is when you overlay the bagua onto the floor plan of your home or business i align it with the location of the front door mm -hmm. um so that's ve that's um, very important as well and then um so Again, when you overlay the bagua onto the floor plan, you can see, okay, so, so say someone has an imbalance or something yeah. that they're wanting to change in their life um, is dealing with helpful people and travel. Maybe they're not traveling enough. Maybe they feel like they have to always do everything on their own. Mm -hmm. So it's like, oh, okay, let's take a look at this area and see, you know, what could be causing the imbalance there for you and then kind of fix that and then things okay. will flow better. Okay, so you find the the basically the pain point <laughs> within within the home that's ma you know whatever the bagua is matched up to on the mm -hmm. on the floor plan, and then you do what in order to do the unblocking? So what exactly okay. does that look like? Okay, so another um, important part of the consultations that I do is I ask some the, the, the client, you know, mm -hmm. what are the changes you're wanting to bring into your life? Because yes. You can definitely, when you overlay the bagua, you can see where there might be um, an imbalance or something. But then when you're also, when you're speaking with the person, there might be something else that's going on that they want to change as well. And that imbalance might be um, causing something else um, to be off in another area. So really, it's all about talking to the person and listening to see what is going on in their lives and what the change are they wanting to make as well. So um, while it might be concentrated to that one particular area, there might be other areas because, you know, you always want balance in your environment. And so things kind of lean on each other. So you want to make sure you're, you're getting all of those areas. Right. Because when one is off, they're all a little bit off, right? Yes, there, yes. Nothing is just an isolation ever <laughs> in life. <laughs> so, um, okay. So then you, you figure out where, like, I guess the most restricted area is, but then you also through discussion, you talk about 
you know, what else are you hearing that's coming up and what else is being affected by that? And then, then what's your process from there? Like what, what's your next step with a client? Okay. So, um, you know, when I'm actually, you know, on site doing, doing a consultation and I can, you know, do virtual consultations Mm -hmm. as well. It's just a little bit different. Um, but you know, I'm either in the environment and I'm taking some photos as well, or the client will send photos to me as well Mm -hmm. as a copy of their floor plan. Um, so I'll, you know, walking around, taking into consideration what they're wanting to change. And, um, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll make recommendations based on what I'm seeing. And, um, so like, for example, you know, they might have, um, a drain in a certain area. It's like, okay, how is that affecting them? Mm-hmm. Or they might actually have, um, a section of that home missing architecturally, um, that, you know, and, but there are always fixes, uh, for, for everything. So I never, an example of that, like, I, I'm just trying yeah. to picture, like, what do you mean by sure, that? Sure. Sure. So say, um, and just, if you were to envision like, um, a house in the shape of a, uh, a perfect square, mm-hmm. but, um, when you walk in, say that back right corner is missing. So it's not really a perfect square because mm-hmm. it has a little bit of a piece taken out of it. So if you were to overlay the Bagua on, onto them, that particular home, um, you know, aligning it with the front door, mm-hmm. the first reaction would be, okay, they're missing a portion of the relationship area. Mm-hmm. And, you know, did the client say something about, you know, the relationships in their life? That's what they're wanting to change. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, okay, so this is how we can make enhancements to, to kind of complete that area and mm-hmm. fix it and boost it. Um, and so not only is that taking into consideration the entire floor plan of the home, but then you can look, you can basically overlay the Bagua also onto every room in the home. So then you walk around and take a look there and see, okay, what's happening in each of these areas. Okay. So then instead of the front door, it's the entrance to the room. Correct. Yes. Okay. Yes. What, what if the room has multiple entrances? Then what? <laughs> okay. Then you kind of have to go on intuition and how you feel okay. the, the, the flow of the room is. Like what, what do you consider to be the back wall of the room? What do you consider, mm-hmm. you know, so you kind or of have maybe, to go on that. Or maybe is it like the, the most commonly accessed and that could be the case as the well. Room. Yeah. That could be okay. the case as well. <laughs> okay. Because I could see that. I think a lot of homes have, you walk in and there's a, a dining room that then leads into, you know, like another space. So there's multiple ways to get into that space. So, um, okay. Well, that's interesting. Interesting. Okay. So then you, you go through and you, and you do the Bagua, you match up, you look for the, maybe the missing pieces. Um you know, after talking to the client and and you've kind of put it all together, what's, what's going on in their life, what's uh, not working so well and what's missing in the home. Uh, So then, then what's the next step? Um, So after that, you know, um, and making the recommendations. um, So I, I, I can call it like the fault, the week following the, um, the mm-hmm. consultation, I call it like my marinating week. Cause I'm still thinking about it. And mm-hmm. of course, when I, you know, if I go to on site, I'm taking photos of the person's home or business, or if they send me the pictures as well, but there might be something that I see that we didn't discuss, but it would be very important in what they're needing to do. Okay. So I follow up with them and I ask them, it's like, okay, we, you know, we didn't talk about this. Can you give me some more information as well? Mm-hmm. And it's also a time for the client to ask me questions too. Um, okay. Maybe, you know, they, they have a, a different question or maybe, um, you know, they didn't understand a recommendation that I made and just need clarification. But I always say the lines of communication are open. You know, you, yeah. you know it's a free flow because we definitely want to get to the core and get those changes that they're wanting to see in their okay. life. So you are really giving them solutions on the spot. You just kind of go back with the information 
and you sort of process through it and, and then try to come up with a plan of action for the client? Um, well, kind of both. I, I do okay. give recommendations right there on the spot, okay. but you know, there might also be something else that, you know, I, like I said, as I'm, I'm, I'm you know, looking through, um, mm-hmm. you know, I'm constantly thinking and, you know, there's just follow-up that might be needed. Right. Right. Okay. So I would love some real world, like examples of what people could apply to their homes that would just really be easy, you know, to apply, sure. but uh, it really make a difference in their life, you know, one way or the other. Um, you know, maybe some common, I don't know if there's just like, I want to say general solutions, but I'm, sure. I know it's not, you know, it's very specific per home and person. I get that. Mm-hmm. But if there were some tips that you could offer to people to like, hey, let's, when you stand at the door and you look this way, you know, you right. should always have this or that or sure. that kind of thing. Absolutely. And, and, you know, one of the things is furniture position. And uh, I'll talk specifically about a desk here. Um, you okay. know, if you work from home or you're working from home um, uh-huh. at this time, um, you know, the best position for your desk is to have your back against a solid wall or, you know, them not completely against it, but, you know, have a solid wall behind you when you're seated at your desk and you want to be able to see the door to your room. Mm -hmm. Okay. You don't want to be directly in line with the door. Um, Mm-hmm. But you want to be able to see it from where you're, seat, you're seated because, um, you know, you want to see who's entering. You don't want anyone coming up behind you. You want to have good visual there. So have the solid wall behind you mm-hmm. being able to see the door to the room okay. that you're in. Okay. okay. Um, another uh, a tip is, you know, to have a dedicated space. And again, this is kind of like when you're working from home. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know that there can also be space limitations, but what I'm talking about with dedicated workspace is, um, you know, for your laptop or your computer or the files of the project that you're currently working on, um, someplace where you can sit and focus and complete tasks. You don't have to move it, you know, um, you know, if you're using your dining room table, then you have to move it, you know, for meal times or something right. along those, a dedicated space where you can keep everything in order to complete your tasks. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, um, also, you know, clearing space to invite opportunity into your life. Um, so not only does clear space kind of reduce frustration um, and give you room, but space also equals opportunity. Yeah. So I'm not saying get rid of everything that you have, but take a look and see, you know, what do you want to keep? What do you need to keep? And what, you know, can be removed? Mm-hmm. Um, because if you do want something new to come into your life, you have to have room for it. Exactly. Yeah. Preaching to the choir. <laughs> but that, but that example um, can apply, can be applied to like all areas of your life in the Bagua, your relationship, right? You exactly. Know, you have to exactly. purge the old to make room for the new, um, you know, or it could be a financial issue, right? So what, what are you hanging on to that's causing financial issues that you need to actually start you know, purging, getting rid of, simplifying to open yourself up to more financial freedom, right? Well, so. and that's, um, you know, and, and you're talking about, you know, space equaling opportunity, like, um, and you mentioned, you know, you can, you can apply it with every room in the home for every area of the Bagua as well. Um, but just, you know, even thinking about um, like your desk. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you have so many things on your desk, um, 
you want half of the space. And when I say half, I'm not like the exact half, but Mm -hmm. 50% of the total space Mm -hmm. has to be free for things to move around, for for energy and flow to move around, for things not to be, you know, on top of each other like that. So, um, you know, like you said, you know, for the relationships area of the Bagua, if there isn't room for something, you know, if you're, say you're wanting a new relationship in your life or you're wanting better quality relationships or just, you know, a, a relationship in general, but there isn't space for it, you know, you, you have to, you have to be um, accommodating and clear that out. Um, you know, prosperity, if that's and you know, an issue that someone is having in their life and it's a room that is so crammed full, well, yeah. there's no room for that, that new opportunity and prosperity to come in. Right. So yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with all of that. <laughs> so, so what are some examples that maybe you have, um, you, you have given tips to clients to help with one of those areas or several of those areas that people can just get a, a sense of what exactly you would be telling them to do that could make changes. Okay. Well, I'll give, um, some other general tips. So like, so let's say, um, let's say energy and prosperity. Okay. So one thing you could do is, um, um, you know, you can put, um, like red around outgoing drain pipes because, you know, you want to keep the good energy in the home or red around the tops of trash cans, because again, you want to keep all the good energy in the home as well. You don't want it to be leaving the home, you know, and being, you know, taken out of the home that way. Mm. So that's, um, you know, can be, that's, you know, prosperity, you know, um, general tip and also just keeping good energy in your home. Um, Another thing could be, you know, adding a line of um, red tape or a red rug. Um, Say, you know, if you have the type of home that when you are looking in the front door, like when you walk in your front door, Mm -hmm. you can immediately see out the back, like you have a a sliding patio door um, or a very large window. So the energy is coming in and then out. So what you could do if it's a door in the back of the house, you Mm -hmm. could put a red rug down. Um, and that is, you know, setting it with the intention that it's stopping the energy from going quickly through the home. Okay. Okay. Um, or if it's a window, you know, you can maybe add red curtains if red, um, or burgundy, you know, whatever kind of color suits, you know, because you never want to do anything, um, that, uh, aesthetically does not please you right. to that might irritate you instead of helping you because then that's the effect that it will have you know you want right. good positive things in so for example if you don't you know if you're not really partial to red and you know if you put a place a red rug somewhere you know that won't help you but you can place a line of red tape underneath the rug of mm. a color of your choice oh okay so you can always um you know i you should never feel like you know don't do this don't do that there are ways that you can, you know, make it an environment that is good and balanced okay. um, and apply feng shui principles while making it comfy and homey as well. Yeah. So just little workarounds to, yeah. <laughs> to make that work aesthetically because yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure some interior decorators would be like, what? No, this is not a red room. This is, <laughs> can't have red. So yeah, that's, that's a good um, example of how you could have a little workaround for that. Mm-hmm. So to make it work. Um, Mm -hmm. Okay. And so any other examples that, you know, you can share with us? Um, So let me think. Um, Well, and just thinking about, you know, maybe, um, you know, uh, 
I'm sorry, I'm trying to think of a, of a good area. Um, so say skills and knowledge. Okay. I didn't mention that before, but that is one of the guas. Um, okay. And to just kind of tell you, I'll just kind of um, name the, the eight guas if that's okay. Or, and well, the nine, nine total areas, but the eight on the outside are prosperity, fame, relationships, creativity and children, helpful people and travel, career, skills and knowledge, um, and family. And then on the inside is, um, health. Mm-hmm. Okay. So health kind of brings it all to us, um, in the center brings everything together. So for someone who's maybe, um, you know, maybe they're having a difficult time making decisions or maybe things aren't very clear to them. Um, and they're just needing more, more guidance or more, more thought behind something. Mm-hmm. Um, skills and knowledge is the area that, that, you know, take a look at that to enhance. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, you know, that can be, you know, just, you know, you know, making sure the windows are, or if you, you, know, you have a window in that area, making mm-hmm. sure the windows are nice and clear. And really want to do that all around the home as well, because windows, you know, are the, the eyes inside and how you see things as mm-hmm. well. Um, so, you know, just kind of taking an eye, looking at that skills and knowledge section, um, you know, adding symbols to you. And again, this goes back to what pleases you aesthetically, what symbolizes skills or knowledge to you. And that could be, you know, actual books of something that you want to do or, you know, for, if you're in school, um, you know, your textbooks, Mm -hmm. something along those lines, or, um, you know, an owl, a picture of an owl, you know, if, Mm -hmm. if that's a symbol of wisdom or knowledge to you. Okay. Mm -hmm. For those people who are working from home, (laughs) the kids who are working from home, yes, (laughs) find a symbol that represents that, that knowledge. And, um, Clean your windows. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So would there be, you know, talking about kids working from home and, and adults working from home, what are some other tips maybe that we could do to our environment to help increase, you know, uh, maybe focus, um, you know, that whole clarity, um, you know, just, just being able to be productive, right? So sure. where would that fall? Sure. And that's kind of like the things that I mentioned, you know, having your desk in that good, solid mm-hmm. position, having dedicated space to do the work mm-hmm. um, where you can actually, you know, focus on the task at hand, um, you know, enhancing that skills and knowledge section as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and something else, you know, if you're working from home, you know, bringing that opportunity um, into your home as well is take a look at your front door. You know, can people find you? Can um, you know e- people easily find your your house number? Can they easily find the door to your home as well? Or is it like you know behind a tree or yeah. something along those lines? Is um, is your front door? Um, does it have a, a light that is, you know, is the light bulb working, you know, um, polish up, you know, the, you know, clean the, the front door. If it has a window, polish the doorknob um, mm-hmm. in order to energize that area and bring that opportunity to the front door. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's just a lot of little things that people don't mm-hmm. even think about, right? It's mm-hmm. like, unless you're one of those people who is constantly obsessively cleaning their house, <laughs> you know, like the outdoor mm-hmm. stuff, like that's not something that ever crosses my mind, the outdoor mm-hmm. elements. I'm just not, not that uh, obsessed about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. And I think even just like you said, is the door, can you even see it from the road? Mm-hmm. Because I think a lot of people don't realize it's their house. They're always pulling in through the garage. So they don't even Absolutely. look at it. So maybe stepping back and looking at you know, another person's perspective, a new person coming to your home, you know, yeah, are those bushes really overgrown around the door? Does it make it intimidating to even approach your front door? 
Right. Because right. I've seen that and I've definitely had that feeling of like, oh, I'm feeling like no one would be able to see me if something happened. Right. Well, and that's, um, you know, something to think about as well. It's like when you um, kind of, you know, and I like how you said, um, you know, see it you know, through someone else's eyes is because, you know, if you were to take a step back and think about, okay, if I, um, you know, had a visitor coming to my home, mm-hmm. would they, how, how would they, you know, um, if, you know, even if they're using, you know, a, um, you know, a GPS device in order to actually find the address, but what is it like getting to the home? You know, what is it like getting into the home as well? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I use that as well, with just even generally organizing, you know, because a lot of times people don't even recognize that the space is um, as cluttered as it is until they know I'm coming and they really look at it differently. And Mm -hmm. then they're like, oh my gosh, it is like pretty bad. And, you know, and, and usually people think it's much worse than I ever think it is. They, they're always very intimidated or embarrassed. I'm like, oh, this is nothing. Okay. <laughs> they always think it's the worst, but, mm-hmm. you know, but they didn't really see it happening along the way until they kind of hit a wall. And then mm-hmm. knowing that I'm coming or when I get there, they turn around and look and they're like, oh, wow. <laughs> yes. And you just become so accustomed because yes. you, you know, that's, you're in the environment, you're seeing it. And so you just, you might lose, um, you know, the, the sight of what, you know, what is around you just because, mm-hmm. you know, you live there or, exactly. you know, or you work there. So yeah, exactly. And mm-hmm. it's really hard to notice the little subtle changes over time that happen. Mm-hmm. And um, especially now that everyone's at home 24 seven, essentially. And, you know, the whole family, not just, you know, one or two people (laughs) or Mm -hmm. just the kids. It's just, it's everybody, um, and the pets. And so there's just so much chaos and, and, uh, lack of change. And so I think for everyone to kind of step back and even look at the rest of the house inside and think about, you know, where they feel blocked in their life. And then maybe, figure out like, okay, what in the house or in this room maybe is off? Well, and I'm really actually glad that you, you brought that up because that's, that's one thing it's, um, uh, you know, make a list mm-hmm. of, you know, if you're thinking about, you know, you know, is, you know, what is feng shui? Is it right for me? You know, how would I benefit from it? Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, you know, when you walk, when you walk around your home, um, or work, mm-hmm. have a notepad with you mm-hmm. and, you know, write down everything that comes to mind during the day when you're thinking of things or, you know, when, when you're going about your day, because, um, and write down every single thing, every single thing that crosses your mind. Um, because you might be surprised at the end of the day, when you read down through the list, it's like, mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, you know, and, and you might be write down everything. Are you like, are you a, like, mm-hmm. Oh, I'm like, I feel tension or I feel you know, exactly, exactly. Like easy or stress. Like, yeah. I feel stressed or I, I always have to do everything on my own mm. or um, I'm, I don't get the credit I deserve or I just can't get started on a project or it could be, you know, I love my bedroom. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the light in my living room. It's all those little things. And then, um, you know, and it helps you kind of figure out too, because then you can kind of look at those and go, okay, if I were to kind of condense these mm-hmm. and, you know, look at the area of the bog wall where, where all these, you, mm-hmm. know, you know, all of these little things are building up, mm-hmm. then that's when you can make enhancements and adjust. Yeah. Um, it's almost like, um, I'm just thinking, you know, if you have a squeaky front door, okay, that's where you enter your home. So every time when you walk in, you hear the, you hear the squeak and it's like, oh, squeak, oh, squeak, but you're not taking care of it. Uh-huh. 
it irritates you over time, you know, and it's like, eventually you have to take care of it, you know, because it's just, it's in disrepair. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like those things when, when, um, you know, when, um, you know, when you have a lot of things around you, that's, there's space isn't open for opportunity right. and you just kind of get bogged down. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I liked your idea of writing the list of not only just the negative, but the positives, because yes. then you can really say like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, what I love about this room is like, maybe it's all the windows and the light and yes. um, that this is the one room in my house that isn't cluttered. So then that positive, you know, whatever is on your list can kind mm-hmm. of inform you to make decisions Absolutely. about these other spaces that maybe aren't feeling as as really energized or as good when you walk into those spaces, you just kind of dread going into the space, whether it's the basement, mm-hmm. the garage, your kids' mm-hmm. rooms, <laughs> my kids' rooms. Oh goodness gracious. <laughs> I, those, those kids of mine. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a, a battle, but uh, you know, d- doors work, you know, two ways. So they open and they close. And so you can always just avoid some spaces if you don't really want to deal with them like your kids' rooms. Um, and then there's other spaces where you are using them every day, like your kitchen. That is the most used room in the whole entire house by everyone in the family. So if it doesn't feel good when you go in there, then maybe there's a change that needs to be made that could make it better. Right. And whether it's just simply clutter or it's something else, you know, feng shui elements mm-hmm. that could be added to, to make the energy change or shift in that space. So. Yeah, good, good suggestion about the list. I like that. <laughs> okay, wow, good. So any other last-minute tips that you want to throw out? Any, um, like, real-world tips that people could add to their space? Um, I, here's one. I've asked um, – I, I read it. I either read it or heard it somewhere years and years and years ago, and it was the use of a mirror. And I can't recall what the mirror was about, what – why okay. a mirror? <laughs> well, there are many different uses for a okay. mirror. So um, just to, to give a few. So you could actually um, you know, use it to uh, reflect or double something. Mm. Um, so, or you could use it to um, kind of reflect something away if it's negative. Oh, okay. um, or you could even use it. It's all like, mm, it's the, the intention of what you set the, the job for the okay. mirror to do. Okay. Or you could even hang it to, um, to be, um, a symbol of water somewhere. So it all depends. And I'm sorry that it's, this is kind of like, um, a vague answer, but there are so yeah. many different uses. It all depends on the job you give the mirror and the intention of what it's set to do. Okay. So then are the elements like a fire and water and uh, air, like, are those, they all play a part of this? Yes, yes, yes. There are, there are many different layers um, in, all, in each area of the Bagua as well. So for example, there's um, you know, a color that you can use for each area. There's an element associated with it. Um, so, so yes, um, so for example, like the family section, um, the element for that is wood. The color is green, you know, and which kind of makes oh, sense, you know, green and wood. Um, uh, for fame. Um, and, and reputation, it's um, red and fire. Okay. Mm. So yes, there are elements associated okay. with, with each of those areas. Interesting. Yeah. Excellent. All mm-hmm. right. Well, that's, this was really interesting. I just, I, it's always been sort of a curiosity and I've just mm-hmm. never taken the time to, to learn more about it. Um, so this, I really appreciate you coming on today and sharing your knowledge and uh, giving us a kind of a 
10,000 view of what feng shui <laughs> is, right? But, you know, you mentioned that you can do this virtually. So <laughs> if people want to get in touch with you, I will have all of the contact information for you in the show notes so people can reach out to you. And you. Um, do you do any kind of a, like an initial free consultation or anything like that? Or oh, yes. That? Yes. I do have um, like a discovery call because, um, you know, if, if someone would like to ask, you know, more questions about like what yeah. goes on during a consultation, you know, right. what, what does it all, you know, what does it entail? What does it entail? Um, so absolutely, you know, it's just, um, just schedule that with me and, and we'll go from there. Okay. Excellent. So if people aren't quite sure feng shui is yes. for them, they can just right. give you a ring and you guys can <laughs> chat it out and <laughs> figure out if it's going to work. And uh, yeah, and then if they live not in Virginia, if they're not in our loco area, then they can uh, send pictures and floor plan and, um, you know, and, and when we say floor plan, like they could just draw like a rough floor plan, right? Doesn't sure. Even oh, I, I absolutely. I mean, if they have a blueprint, that's yeah. great. Um, but yes, yeah, just sketching it out. It does not have to be perfect. It's just yeah. to give an idea. of Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, thank you so much for your time. Oh, thank today. You. I really appreciated this, this chat. It was very informative and um, a lot of fun. So thanks yeah. for joining us today. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> After listening to this podcast today, I hope you have some useful takeaways and feel super motivated to get organized. But maybe you're at a loss with how to start or where to go next in your organizing journey. Wouldn't it be amazing to have me right there to guide you through the process when you're losing motivation or feeling stuck with what to do next? I may not live near you, so through the wonders of our modern technology, I can be right by your side. Virtually, of course. You heard me. I offer virtual organizing. Reach out to me through my website linked below and we could schedule your first session today. Also, don't forget to reach out to me on social media with comments about an episode or a topic you would like covered in a future podcast. Links are below in the show notes. Go get your organizing on. 